This is Luke. And I'm Kurt. And welcome back to The Breakdown. Welcome part, back. Part two of <laughs> I cut you off, sorry. Psalm 23. I know. The name of the shepherd. That's because I wasn't expecting you to yeah. say a part two. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that is rare. It is quite rare. In but fact, quite wonderful. Really good. Really, you're, you're loving this, right? I do, I do. Hey, where do we land? Because I know yeah. at the beginning of service, he said, I really wish I built out three. And he's not going to do three, right? Oh, I was we, hoping for three. Yeah, he I said, really I, I, he shot himself in the foot. He wishes he gave himself so. three Sundays. No, I guess it's not going to happen. <laughs> if we cycle back to Psalm 23 again this upcoming Sunday, we'll all know. Yes, <laughs> yes. We'll just have, we'll have to call that part three. Part three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so lots lots of things going on. Really, really. Uh, lots of things for us to be getting involved in as we come into the holiday season. I know. Thanksgiving. I know. Bags of hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the Thanksgiving Eve service. Yeah, it's always really good. It's powerful. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give anything away. I almost did, but I don't, I don't know if it's <laughs> I don't know if we give it away or not. But it's always beautiful. Yes. Yeah, so we have that. We have a uh, bags of hope, which always has lots of opportunities yes. for if you if you want to start serving, mm-hmm. you want to get involved, meet some people, lots of things going on with that, packing the bags. And we have another uh, phase one P1 coming up for our marked men, Yep, which is a very powerful time. You and I have both benefited yes, from the yes. marked men. So that's actually on Veterans Day weekend. Wow. So that Friday, Friday, I believe it's November 11th mm-hmm. through Sunday the 13th. Okay. Uh, Still plenty of time to sign up. If you are a man, 18 and up, this is for you. It's perfect. Yeah, you're going to be really blessed by it. We have those two things. We also have the ladies retreat, which is always in January and always an amazing time. So ladies, make sure you get online and register today for that event. I love, I'm not thinking about it. Again, I'm not thinking about it because it's a ladies retreat, but that's in January. Okay. That struck me when I was walking through the lobby and I saw the date. I was like, I can't think that far ahead. But so smart. But, but it's such so, a woman thing. It's so smart to say, hey, the holidays <laughs> are coming. Yeah, I love way. it. And yeah. that's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. I know, thing. it's a good thing. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I can't even finish the year no. yet. <laughs> I'm my, like, <laughs> my man brain can only see this week. I'm sorry. My, my brain can only see today. Yeah. I'm in right now, this hour. So I just thought, yeah. wow, these women are so clever because mm-hmm. you do have to get people thinking past the holidays. You do. You can get so caught up. So mm-hmm. ladies, get online, check it out, register hpc.church for all the ins and outs, all the details and you don't want to miss two days of nostalgic christmas this no. year so get on the here oh, to serve two days. two days i think so I, I i'm pretty wow. sure we got two okay. days going because it was right. such a great hit last year it was very fun yeah so we're really gonna give give multiple opportunities that's the last i heard i could be wrong you can fact check me on that later but uh, get online to serve here to serve if you want more information on that so all right, so here we are, part two. I do want to say we're days away from you know what the world celebrates is Halloween, and I always have these dialogues with people. Had the dialogue again last night, mm-hmm. and uh, growing up, I know that we didn't talk about this, but I'm going to hit you with it. So, growing up, we we had something to do as children under the age of 10. However, when we became preteens and teenagers, we had nothing to do. And so we resorted to shutting the lights off in the good Christian home and just staying quiet and hoping nobody rings the doorbell. Um, And as I talk to different Christians, Mm -hmm. I'm always amazed at maybe how, I think now there's more ideas. We have alternatives. We have trunk or treats. I think there's always been alternatives. But I have a, I just have some different thoughts about this. And I'm wondering, you know, what did you grow up with and what's your thought process behind this? So in our house, we did not do Halloween, yep. but we would give uh, candy to people that came. And okay. sometimes um, 
we would give them like a, a gospel track yep. or something like Tracks, that. Tracks, baby. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> so great. So, I don't know how effective it was, but I mean, hey. you know, the name of Jesus was there and we were friendly. We never turned the lights off. So. Yeah, I think as Christians, you know, what does Jesus say in Matthew 5 and 13 through 15 that we are the light of the world? You know, I think it's really important. Mm -hmm. um, I was always very convicted and, and I was talking with some people yesterday when we don't know what to do. It's like we mm -hmm. we still should be the light. We're not going to hide that light. Yeah. So I love the opportunity of opening up your door, handing out candy, giving the love of Jesus, the gospel message, whatever it is the Lord prompts you. But again, why we have the Holy Spirit so that we can ask the Lord how we should be moving forward right. as right. a family. So I know that's around the corner. I wanted to bring it up um, and just see what your thoughts were. But yeah, it's great. Of course, we always bought the cheap candy the day after. So, you know, <laughs> I guess in, in, in you know, one sense, we do benefit yeah. <laughs> one way or another. That's hilarious. That's great. As uh, do all the dentists. Oh, they really do. Yeah. <laughs> So I just think it's good. Hey, if you haven't already, my whole point in bringing that up is if you haven't already, you are a son or daughter of the King. So mm -hmm. ask the Holy Spirit what you should be doing this upcoming weekend or, you know, on Monday for Halloween. Yeah. I'm sure he's got an answer for you. Absolutely. I, what I do find, um, it's really struck me this year okay. is the fascination with death. Kind of interesting. That We're going to be talking about that, right? Yeah, and it's but it's everywhere, and there's the the decorations, mm. especially this year. I've I don't know if you've noticed, oh, but dude. they have these massive, massive. Like, ten foot tall skeletons, gowlish figures. Yeah, it, it, there is a increased obsession with mm -hmm. Halloween this year that I have not. Uh, seen or been as aware of in years past. Yeah, well, I will say it's been growing and I think it has grown post-COVID. I think that there is this sense inside of us that, you know, if the earnest expectation of the righteous is groaning and the earth is groaning, I think we are groaning for something mm. eternal and bigger. And if we can't find that in the kingdom, in the realm of light, we're going to turn to the realm of darkness. Right, right, right. And, and I think also too, it's, um, as a culture, we don't talk about death. Yeah. And so we're very uncomfortable by death. Yeah. Um, so I think engaging with it this way is a way that uh, the unbelieving world tries to become a little more comfortable with it. Yeah. Because it's this fascination, but at the same time, a repulsion by yeah. the concept of death and dying. Yeah, you're so right. It's it's really interesting because maybe if, and I think this is the trap of sin, and I always tell people, don't try to understand sin. You ever, somebody does something crazy and you're like, how could they do that? Mm -hmm. Well, you're asking the wrong question because that's eating from the tree of knowledge and good and evil. You cannot understand mm -hmm. evil. Right. And so we have this concept that we become fascinated and we hyper-focus on yes. something because yes. if we think if we could just understand it, Mm -hmm. No, that was the problem from the beginning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she looked at the tree and she said it was good to make one wise. No, it's not. No, it's not. God said, no, don't eat. <laughs> right, know? right. So I'm sorry. I'm getting off no, on a tangent here. It's, it's crazy because we're going to move into. <laughs> we're moving right into We're moving now. into this valley of the shadow of death. But before yeah. we get there, you know, it's like, okay, we are right there. I guess that's how we do begin. We pick up with even though mm -hmm. I walk through this valley of the shadow of death. Of course, we're kind of. Pointing back to Pastor Zach's message on Sunday, part two of Psalm 23. You really hit this last week. I woke up this morning meditating on it and thinking about it as I went to bed last night. This is a daily it's a daily rehearsal. Yes. It's a daily yes. psalm. Yes. The Lord is my shepherd. And then growing up, I was getting ready yesterday and I was thinking, wow, I would say the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And I make that a command. Don't want. Don't want. Don't want. Mm. And I apply the law. But where the law comes in, it creates more sin. 
Right. So it's like, no, it's not saying that. It's saying I don't lack. Right. Because he's my shepherd. Correct. I don't lack. It's not like I have to act like I'm not lacking or try not mm-hmm. to lack. Right. Do you know this is mind yes. blowing? Yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's actually um, me thinking of myself as a sheep yes. has really been helpful. Okay. Because if Jesus is the shepherd and I'm the sheep, he doesn't expect me to do what the shepherd does. Come on now. That's good. Because my brain and um the way Satan works in my in my life has been to try to make me fall into doing the shepherd job for myself or even for other people. And we can't do that. Wow. You're wrecking me over here. Uh, yeah, I'm You're wrecking <laughs> me, me over here. I'm I am really in awe right now uh, because I think that just sums up yes. most of my adult <laughs> life or even childhood. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Our job is to be the sheep. Right. The right. Lord is my shepherd. Right. Again, we, we, we are pastors. And, and even you as a pastor, yeah. you're a sheep who shepherds other sheep, mm. but you're not the shepherd. That's it. That's it. It's so good. And I know that's the way Pastor Zach ended his last message last week was that don't look to me. My name's mm-hmm. not going to do anything. And it's so true. Um, but yeah, I think too, we get into, and we just had this in our school of the spirit class. We're in Ephesians four. Mm-hmm. We talk about the ministry gifts, you know, that Jesus gave apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. These are not points of arrival and no, positions. No. They're roles and function yes. for the building up of the body. Yes. The equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry. Mm-hmm. You're right, man. We can get it twisted. Right. And then it gets so twisted in our own head. We don't know how how to become sheep and rely on the shepherd. We keep trying to be the shepherd, even be in our own shepherd. lives. Yes. So yes. this is really good. This yeah. this passage, man. Bring and I know, back. at least for me, it happens very subtly. Uh, it usually and then does. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> I am trying to be the shepherd. Wow. I have to say that that's actually a relief for me. I know yes. Zach was saying it last week, but it, it's hitting me now that this is a relief to realize that I'm the sheep. I'm with my fellow sheep, and as long as I stay with the group and I listen to the voice mm-hmm. of my good shepherd, I'm going to do all right. Yes. I'm going to stay close. He's going to be close. And there's some great stuff here I was meditating on from Zach's message. Mm. So powerful. So we walk you know, through the valley of the shadow of death. And this point here that he brought up, when your hope is in the world, you'll be let down. If we're looking to the world to provide our sustenance or whatever it may right. be, we're going to have constant disappointment. But to know that he is the one that is leading us, he's our good shepherd. We can lean into him and trust him. And I think that's it. It's like this: the the, the psalmist says, "Even though mm-hmm. I have to walk," and if and I just like that whole point about likening it to the world. If I'm looking to the world for anything, right. I'm going to constantly be let down. But if I keep my eyes on the shepherd as right. I'm walking through this right. valley, right? And, and and why are we let down when we look to the world? Because the world is dying. Yeah, you know. Pastor Zach said it has the thumbprint of brokenness and death mm-hmm. is in every it's it's all throughout the world. Yeah. Um, you know, Paul talks about that the world is groaning yep. as in the pains of childbirth. I know. So it's pain, it's brokenness. Uh, but we have to look to to Jesus because Jesus is life and light. And he is our hope. Mm-hmm. He is our only hope. So leaning into him as the good shepherd brings us to the place where we can walk through. I mean, it's interesting that David would say, yay or yeah, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Mm-hmm. And that's really important right. to lean into. He's yes. saying the shadow. You're not walking in death. No, you're not. 
this this is mind blowing mm-hmm. right here. It's really again, I feel like a lot of what we've been mm-hmm. on with studying at church or studying in school right now yes. has been major paradigm shifts. God is really awakening us as mm-hmm. a people to come into a greater understanding of of the of of his love and who he is and how Amen. he operates. Amen. 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 And you know, it's emphasizing that it's the shadow of death. Mm-hmm is super important because Satan will do everything he can to play those games in your head to make you think that the shadow of death is not a shadow, it's real. Yeah. And you are in death. Yep. This situation is death. Is death. Yeah. And this is the end. You've been consumed by it. And I think that's so important. If you look at the words that the psalmist is using, even though I walk. Mm -hmm. So there's a persistence there. You're going to keep walking Mm -hmm. through this valley that's a shadow. And a valley is usually in between a couple Mm -hmm. of mountains. I'm actually thinking right right now about when Pastor John was teaching earlier this year. um, And I believe it's in Isaiah 40 or 41. I I behold, I do a new thing. I make a path in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Mm -hmm. And we tend to look at something and we are agreeing with the enemy. We say, that's a wasteland. That's death. Yes. God, you can't move here. It's completely dead. Exactly. And it's a really good point for us to pause and say, God, what are we calling dead again Mm -hmm. in our lives Mm -hmm. or in our circumstance? And, And we're kind of handcuffing you and paralyzing you, God, you can't work because I keep calling it death. Right, right. And it goes back to us looking with our broken mm-hmm. eyes, our broken, you know, sinful nature rather than being, uh, you know, transcending our reality and walking in the true reality that the Lord has brought us into through Jesus. Yes. You know, in Colossians, um, Paul writes, uh, this is ver- this is chapter one, verses 11 through 14. He says, we also pray that you will be strengthened with all his glorious power. So you will have all the endurance and patience you need. Yeah. May mm-hmm. you be filled with joy, always thanking the father. Mm-hmm. He has enabled you to share in the inheritance that belongs to his people who live in the light for he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. And that's the key is even though our worldly experience doesn't always reflect that, doesn't always reflect that light in a spiritual per in the permanent sense, we are walking in light and life if we are in Jesus. Yeah. It's so true. It, it's so interesting. And um, I don't know, maybe this maybe this whole breakdown is for me today because I, I am literally I think being, it's for everybody. I okay? am being transformed as I'm <laughs> sitting here saying, God, I didn't Same. realize. And, and Paul says it going through these temporary <laughs> light afflictions. They seem like death. Right. But they are producing for us a more exceeding weight of glory, which cannot be compared to mm-hmm. what we're going through. And so it's really important, you know, even for us right now to pause and say, so if you're listening, wherever you are and uh, whatever time frame you're hearing this to pause and say, what is an area of my life that I am looking at right. as completely right. dead, a wasteland that mm-hmm. God can't touch. And it's almost cursed in the sense we need to recant those words. Yes. We need to come out of agreement with a lie mm-hmm. that that is death. Right. And we need to acknowledge what David is saying. I'm walking through, but a shadow right. of death right now. And we say that every, we need to say that every day, remind ourselves. Yeah. I am walking in the light of Christ. That's it. I have the life of Christ inside of me. Yeah. I don't walk in death. That's it. 
I mean, for Paul to write these things at the end of Romans 8, mm-hmm. you know, for in all these things, you're more than conquerors. We always say you're more than conquerors, but right. it goes through everything, right. through nakedness, peril, shipwreck, all these different things. You know, we are counted as sheep for the slaughter, yet in all these things, yes, we are more than yes. conquerors through him who loved us. Mm-hmm. And so I love the word you used about five minutes ago, and that's to transcend our current thinking, the state that we're right. presently in. We really can't judge our circumstance and say, oh, this must be an indicator of every Everything that God has Correct. for me. Correct. Because we're in process. Right. And so we're right. walking. Stay stay in the game. Don't quit. Mm-hmm. Keep walking. And, and I really feel to remind ourselves we have to actually speak that. Yeah. We have to speak the scriptures and not just read them. Come on. So I am more than a conqueror mm-hmm. through Christ. Yep. Who loved me. Who loved me. <laughs> he gave himself for me. Yeah. And so I live as he lived as a conqueror yeah. today because it's his power that's going to that is flowing through me. Amen. If you think about it, Luke, and I love that you're bringing this up. Pastor Zach highlighted it last week. We have really gotten off on our confession on a negative sense because we've been, oh, we don't want to get into the name mm-hmm. it and claim it. Listen, when you speak the word of God, you understand what Paul writes, that God is he who speaks those things that be not as though they were. So God is speaking right. truth. Well, that's how he created everything. Exactly. That's how Jesus handled every situation. He spoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He spoke. Yep. It is written. Yes. And so we have, and we do practice this. We talk about this, especially in School of the Spirit, because we're training our minds. Uh, we will begin to believe whatever we say, and we believe what we speak out of the abundance of the heart. Right. The mouth speaks. Right. right. So we've got to get that filter over our mm-hmm. head. Paul says, think on these things. Good, yes. pure, yes. holy, just, praiseworthy. Why? Because that's going to get into our heart, and whatever comes out of our heart is going to go to our mouth, and mm-hmm. life and death are in our tongue. So we are producing Amen. one or the other Amen. all the time. Amen. And you can't go wrong speaking scripture because that those are the very words of God. Yes. And they don't return void. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I'm glad you're bringing that up. You're reminding us yeah. to come back to, mm-hmm. hey, speak the word over our lives for it's, yes. it's in that place that we have life. Yes. Um, so coming into this part here, um, I love what Pastor Zach said. And we kind of just talked about this, but Lord, show us the places where death has become our reality mm-hmm. in regards to its shadow. Mm-hmm. We kind of just talked about yes. that. A little bit. But I have this image right now, Luke, as we've been chatting. And, you know, David, the psalmist says, in the valley, there's the shadow. Well, that's because the way the sun is casting, you're seeing the shadows. Right. And, um, but it's not just the shadow I want to focus on, is what Pastor Zach brought in yesterday or, or in, in the message, uh, that it was these mountaintops and not mm. being able to recover from a mountaintop experience. And I got to thinking, well, not every mountaintop is a success. That could be a success or a failure. Right. So we may struggle looking back or we may struggle looking forward if that mountain behind us is still casting a shadow Correct. in front yeah. of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because we have to, um, again, we have this affinity for experience. Mm. And we love experience. Experience makes us feel alive. It, it's it's it can be very visceral. And whether it was a um, you know a very positive experience or a very negative experience, we feel that deeply. Yeah. And there's something in us. I think in some people more than others, uh, we have an affinity for that. Where we like that because it, it we want to feel. You yeah. Know, we we don't we don't want things to. Um, I mean, some people like they want to feel that steady state, but then there's other people like I'll say like for myself, like I enjoy the highs. 
I enjoy the lows. <laughs> <laughs> and when you come down from one or up from one, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> like, oh, okay, like this feels good, but now it's boring. <laughs> it's boring again, right? Wow. Wow. <laughs> and so rather than um, focusing on, well, what is the Lord doing in me today or how does he want me to be used today? Yeah. We can find ourselves looking back. Yep towards a high yep, or even looking forward to like, oh, maybe that mountain. When I get to that mountain, yeah. that's when I'm going to feel alive again. But yep. reali- but forgetting that, well, if you're walking with the shepherd, the shepherd is right be- is right beside you right now. Right now. He's not there yet. Yeah. Like with you. Yep. Like we, we're, <laughs> he's taking you through a journey. Yeah. And it's so true because <laughs> yes. if you get the image of the sheep, if we just remember mm-hmm. that we're sheep, Luke, then we're doing the grazing Correct. while the good shepherd's doing the watching. Yeah. And so our focus is not to lift up every five mm-hmm. minutes to see if we're safe. No. Eventually, when, when you have the shepherds and the sheep, the sheep come to a place of understanding where they don't need to be mindful for what's coming or where they've come from. Mm-hmm. They just keep their focus on the grazing because the shepherd's responsible, and that's a learned behavior. Right. And so we do have to come to that place where we learn that behavior. But, you know, I love what you're saying because I long for the steady. Mm -hmm. I'm done with the ups and the downs. I long for that steady, and it's like, okay, but in all these things, regardless of the ups and the downs, I have to be steady. Correct. I have to keep grazing. And I know for me, you know, thinking about a mountaintop, it's so easy to peg that as like this great success in the Mm -hmm. past. But what about when you have a loom failure in the past and and it wants to be a shadow of what you're seeing in front. Everything in front of you (laughs) is this shadow from this past mountain. Oh yeah. So I was interpreting it both ways Mm -hmm. and thinking, you know what? We have to understand that is but a shadow. Right. And I love Pastor Rob's word from the beginning of the year. He said, a lot of times God will bring you back to a situation to show you there can be a different outcome. And it's so important to not live and call something death that is but a shadow. Mm. Even if it mm. turned out to be death previously, yeah, it's still a shadow that's lurking to try mm-hmm. to show you now it's going to be death again, right? Right. So again, my mind is kind of being blown as we go <laughs> as we go through all this stuff here. I I do you know because this morning I was uh, reading in Hebrews and a verse stood out to me a passage from Hebrews two fourteen through fifteen and I just wanted to bring this up because I think um, what it highlights is our experience in the shadow of death Mm. and how the Lord still has sympathy for us if we're feeling fear. Uh, Because, you know, we we understand the reality. We've talked about it, the reality that we truly walk in. Yeah. But we have to remind ourselves of that. And sometimes we don't always feel that, right? So we shouldn't, but we shouldn't feel guilty when we do fall into fear and mm. and and the 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 darkness of our circumstances right yeah because that's why that's part of why God sent Jesus as a man is so that he could experience everything the way we did wow and in hebrews 2 um we read because God's children are human beings made of flesh and blood the son also became flesh and blood yeah. for only as a human being could he die and only by dying could he break the power of the devil who had the power of death only in this way could he set free all who have lived their lives as slaves to the fear of dying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if we go back to uh, the story of the crucifixions, uh, crucifixion, Jesus was afraid. In the garden, he felt fear. Yeah. 
So when we are, but he, but what did he do? He he prayed to his father, and he found strength in his father and the mission yeah. that God had called him to walk in yeah. for us, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's the perfect model of what it's like for 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 what we have to do. And none of us is going to go through a crucifixion. None of us is going to bear the sins of the whole world. Mm. So if Jesus could do it in that instance. That's where we need to draw our strength from. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting. You're bringing up Hebrews. And I just think, you know, we used to teach a course at School of the Spirit on Hebrews, and we don't anymore. It'd be really good, but it's a great study. In Hebrews 12, you know, therefore laying aside every weight in the sin that so easily besets you, let us run with endurance the race set before us. Now he tells us or she tells us how. I mean, I'm saying she, yeah, I don't know who yeah, the writer don't, is, right? Don't, it. it would be interesting. Yes. How? Great book. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, mm. despising the shame. And you're right. We're not going to bear the weight of the world, the right. sin of the world on ourselves, but right. we are going to go through these challenging times. Right. And, you know, I am comforted to know that Jesus said, would you stay with me? Because right. my soul is exceedingly right. sorrowful right. to the point of death. I just, I don't want people to feel that they are less spiritual. Mm. If they feel fear and if they they feel that um, that darkness when we come through the valley of the shadow. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really important if we're walking. That's a great point, Luke, right. you know, because I understand that we may have come from backgrounds that said that, you know, anything that is not a faith is sin. That's a scripture. Mm-hmm. And so we would say, oh, fear is sin. And so I'm sinning. Right. God can't accept me. We, we just start building all these things. Mm-hmm. God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, right. but of power. But what about when we feel mm-hmm. that? What about when all we see is darkness? Right. And that's when we do speak the word. That's when we are reminded. Our response. Yes, our yes. response. Yes. You know, and I think that's really, really important. And I do think that, you know, again, to quote Hebrews again, mm-hmm. for without faith, it's impossible to please him. He that comes to God must believe that he is and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And I think when we're faced with a, a, a shadow of death mm-hmm. and we're speaking the word of God and we're responding in yes. faith to yes. that fear that wants yes. to talk to us. Oh, yeah. That pleases the father. Yes. It Amen. pleases the father. Amen. So, so much, so much chalked in that we really mm-hmm. could break down for quite a while. And I've got a lot of great scriptures here. So we've been throwing some stuff out here. If you just look up Hebrews, you'll be really blessed. But, you know, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil. Why? For you are with me. Mm-hmm. And this is a really interesting point. The, the scripture and the, the David, the psalmist doesn't write, there will be no evil. It's just, I will fear no evil. Right. And this goes right back exactly. to the point that you're raising. Yes. And so to think about, you know, you are with me. You know, I I think we constantly have to come back to, if you read in Genesis, you see that Joseph was in all these situations. And yet the writer, Moses, mm-hmm. is so clear to say, but the Lord was with him. The Lord mm-hmm. was with him in the prison. The Lord was with him in Potiphar's house. The Lord was with him in the slave yes. pit. The Lord yes. was with him. The Lord was with him. The Lord was with him. So we don't have to fear. But I don't know about you. Sometimes in a pit or in a challenging situation, the last thing I'm doing is turning to God, forgetting that he's right there. Right. No, exactly. And that's where we have to f- do what Jesus did. We have to do what Jesus did. And he goes back to his father. He he finds a space alone and he goes right to yeah. right to Jesus. Um you know a lot of times we'll find ourselves um turning to everything but, but God. Yes. And that's because a lot of times we're going through a physical mm-hmm. problem mm-hmm. so we want to provide a physical solution. We want uh, advice from a person 
or we turn to the world. Yeah, or something to numb. Right. We can't feel, we can't deal. Exactly. And this is where we have to stop. Yeah. And uh, we have to tell ourselves, okay, I am going through this. Yeah. But Jesus, the good shepherd, is with me. Yep. So I need to turn to him and follow his direction. He will lead me to the right people. Yeah. He will re- he will bring the solution because he is the solution. That's it. He he was touched, the writer mm-hmm. says in one translation. He was touched with the feelings of mm-hmm. our infirmities. Yes. He was a man of sorrows. Yes. yes. And again, I know the block of the enemy is nobody gets it. Nobody understands you. The trap is nobody gets it. Nobody understands you. Mm-hmm. They'll never understand. But you know what? Even if no other human being right. can ever understand, there is one. Right. Jesus understands. Yes. Yes. And he is our high priest and we can come to him. And this is where I think the the big faith that we need is I have to have the faith to be a sheep here. Yeah. This That's hard good. for me. Okay. That is very. Explain that. Very Well, because I want to fix it. Mm. There's something in me that's like I can, maybe I can at least, you know, God's going to, you know, fix it on the big scale. But, <laughs> but I got to do something. But I have to do something too, right? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, no, no. Your job is to be a sheep. And Matt, that's really hard. It's really hard. It's very, very hard. Thank you for saying that. It is extremely hard. Because you feel like, oh, I, I can't do anything. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> your, your job is to obey yep. and receive. So good. It's so good. And again, that's where that faith and that trust comes right. in. And it's a learned behavior. It's mm-hmm. a learned reaction. You know, that young sheep or that new sheep that may be a part of the fold now may take a little while. They may be checking up around. They may be wandering off because they don't realize, nope, the shepherd's got it under control. Again, we're not performing saying, I shall not want. It's a right. law. No, we don't lack. Right. We just don't. Right. Because we have a good shepherd. Right. So that's really good. Mm-hmm. We fear no evil. And then he brings us into this passage of your rod and your staff, they comfort me. This is not like a favorite of a lot of people because the shepherd's hook, the shepherd's hook has that little hook to pull back or has a little, you know, rod there, the rod of correction, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff to avoid here, I think. People want to avoid. Uh, it was actually, I really was finding myself very appreciative of the rod and staff that's this Sunday. so good. <laughs> because that means he's going to be the one to rescue me me yeah yeah and i just have to willingly go as he pulls me back Mm -hmm. right yeah because you know he rescues the sheep because the sheep don't always know what they're doing yeah or you know but that means he's watching out for me correct so he's gonna pull me back my job is to listen to because the rod and staff for us as believers, it's the Holy Spirit inside of Correct. us, right? Correct. Guiding us and teaching us. Yeah. I have to remain sensitive mm-hmm. to where the Holy Spirit is saying, you need to stop, Yeah. turn around, come back. That's not healthy for you. Yeah. Or, or even when the Holy Spirit leads you to a situation, I think about Paul, since I'm not going to tell on myself right now, because he's done enough of that, but I think about Paul and, and, and all the, the, the prophets that came to him and they're like, oh no, don't go to Jerusalem. We see that that's going to end up in nothing but chains. Yes. And Paul's like, nope, the Lord already told me that and I still have to go. Right. And so to be attentive and obedient. Oh, that is so good. Yeah. Yes. To be like, okay, I will go. Mm-hmm. I have seen this, but I have to go to follow the Lord, and again, to be confident that the Lord will bring everything into reconciliation. Well, because that's where the shepherd's going. Yeah. Oh, man, that's you good. You go where the shepherd's going. It's true. It's true. The student is not greater than the no. teacher, is what Jesus no. said. the place that you want to go, 
might be might look good. Yeah. But if that's not where the shepherd's going, then it's the worst place for you. Mm. So this is really interesting too, because I will say this to tell on myself now. I don't quite understand this. I'm about to be 38 in just a little while, maybe a month or two. I don't know where we are, but I I wonder why it is I'm still running from correction sometimes. Mm. I can't really understand. Is this correction? Do I submit to this? I'm like, when am I going to just <laughs> learn? You know, when am I going to learn? I don't really get it, um, but I'm starting to understand it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying at least. And I think well, I feel like I should be over this by now. You know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but it's like, OK, his rod and his staff, they right. comfort they do. me. They comfort they me. They do. Because imagine how how it would be if you if you didn't have if you didn't have Christ in your life. Correct. Right. Correct. So it can, it, it chafes. Yep. It chafes. It chafes yep. when we feel the rod and mm-hmm. when, and when we're, you know, we don't like being told we're wrong. Yeah. But if we obey, then we're like, okay, thank you, God. Do it again. Yep. Like, you know? Yeah. Well, I think too, there's two sides to this coin and it's, it's maybe the two of us really. Mm-hmm. Cause you, you can talk about be almost, would you say like, you can almost be like a masochist. You can be oh, like, yeah. oh, give oh, me yeah. more. Yes. Yeah, give yeah. me yeah. more. Well, yeah. Cause like, you know, going back to the whole mountaintop <laughs> thing, part of, um, the times that I find myself um, drawn to drawn towards are those difficult seasons where it feels like, oh, God is really wrecking me inside mm. and he's doing major overhaul. Wow. And if I don't feel that happening, sometimes I wonder, well, is God moving in me? Mm. And what God has shown me is, well, I fixed, I, I make repairs and I change things inside of you and strengthen you in order for you to you know, do the work that I'm calling you to do. Yeah. So I make you healthy to be healthy. That's it. Yeah. So when you're in those steady state seasons, it's okay, now work hard. Yeah. Now do it. How are you stewarding what the 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 ground that I brought you to? That's so good. You know? That's so good. Uh, because that's that's where my because I like I said before, I like to feel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So those net those difficult seasons, you really feel God in a major way. Oh yeah. Right. You know, just like if you ever have a surgery and you go to the hospital, like you really feel like I'm sick right now. I'm Mm. laid up in bed and I feel the doctors doing their work. I feel, you know, I'm taking the medicine Yeah, and it's like, Jesus, bring me the medicine. And she's like, well, yeah, but you're not sick right now. I want you, you know, (laughs) it's very interesting, Luke. It's an analogy, but that's that's great. Kind of how my experience has been. And recently the Lord has brought me to a place where it's like, okay, you need to start working this out and you're not you're not you're not sick anymore. Mm, that's so good. Well, I did not even realize what time it is. Wow, we are just like this is so good. I I understand why Pastor Zach said he really needed 3 sessions mm. to cover all this. So, you know, to understand too this rod and this staff, really read Hebrews, read Proverbs that God corrects those whom he loves. It's because of his love that he brings correction. That was the game changer for me. Mm-hmm. I understand yes. that correction is as a result of love, not as a result of hate. So we got to right. keep moving here. But the Lord prepares a table for us in the presence of our enemies. Mm-hmm. And just whatever we see coming out of this, the presence of our enemies, you know, uh, I thought this was really interesting. Some of the stuff that was brought up is that uh, it's a besieged city. An enemy is intent on starving right. you, you know, but God will prepare this place for you to sit down. Right. Yes, because he is the <laughs> everlasting source of everything that we need. Yes. And we ha- if he's preparing the meal, then we eat 
and we don't worry about the enemies because he has that all under control. Yeah, it's really, again, it comes back to trusting the good shepherd. Right. And again, preparing the table before me in the presence of my enemies. What are we, Luke? We're sheep. Mm-hmm. And so we're grazing, right. even though there may be some enemies surrounding, but the mm-hmm. good shepherd's got us under control. Amen. And this was a part I think really got me. I actually woke up in the middle of the night. No, I didn't wake up. I just had a dream. Mm-hmm. And in the dream, we, a couple of us had just come through this situation and we were wondering, did we pass the test? Are we a sweet smelling fragrance to mm, God? So good. So here we have this whole so thing about good. him anointing yes. our head with oil. Yes. And it's a really powerful stuff mm-hmm. here. I'll let you share on some of that. Well, I, I, I love how, because I'd never heard it taught this yeah. way before, and it really spoke to me, um, how the oil would be like a specific, um, you know, cocktail, de- depending on the region yeah. and the, 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 all the different diseases or things that might, you know, come to harm the sheep, yes. their health. Yes. And how the shepherds would put them on. And like, you could recognize it like a sheep by its smell, you know, because of the, the, the herbs or whatever they were using to anoint the oils. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think in our own life, what that tells me is God knows the things that could harm me. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. And he protects me and provides for me protection from those things in a way that's very specific to me. So yeah. his protection for me is very specific. That's good. His protection for each church is very specific. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, in in our own life, he knows what could happen and he's provided people for us. And I think in some ways people are that anointing. Yeah. You know, the, the, the community that we have around us. Yep. Everything that provides protection is that anointing. That's and it's so the good. honor because he he bestows that on us because we are his. That's so good. I love that you're bringing that up. I think it's Psalm 133 says how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity mm-hmm. for it's like the anointing oil coming down the beard of Aaron. Yes. And so that anointing yes. oil, that fragrance, that unity, mm-hmm. that like you said, it's all right there. And it reminds us again, we individually, the Lord has an individual mark. He has an individual fragrance, mm-hmm. but we are not free roaming maverick. No, we sheep. are not. We belong to a fold. Yes, we do. We have a good shepherd. And so finally, this is one of my favorite parts. Surely, surely, this is where it's like, thank God, surely mm-hmm. goodness and mercy will follow me all the days Amen. of my life. Amen. And it it's just a concept here. I love it. This is how I've always heard it, is that it will chase me down. It will run mm-hmm. me down. Goodness right. and mercy will right. run me down. So again, if you go through following the psalmist and thinking about a sheep, and there may be those times of walking through the shadow of death, there may be something, this doesn't look good, God, mm-hmm. but you're seeing but a shadow and right. we're walking through. Right. And remember that surely goodness and mercy will chase you down all the days of your life. And I think that's the whole point of the psalm there is, it is this, yep. uh, you know, because we focus more on, at least I have in my experience hearing this psalm growing up and yep. you hear it all the time. Yeah. The two things that stand out to me are the shadow of death. Yeah. Because that's scary. I know. And then the rod and staff. Yep. That also is scary, right? <laughs> yes. If we're not thinking about it correctly. Yes. But really, this is all his good he's the good shepherd he is everything he does for us is good yeah and he gives us more out of his out of his riches for our good it's so good it is good it's perfect mm-hmm. and i think it's the perfect way to end this psalm and bringing us right here again we have you know some new testament scriptures to bring these things to light romans 8 31 through 32 what should we say then for such wonderful things as these, if God is for us, who can be against us? Since he did not spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all, won't he also give us everything 
else. Everything else. Everything else. He freely gives us all things to enjoy. And so this is a really good point for us to say, hey, what is an area of our lives? We go back to the correction or the shadow of death. What are we highlighting there that may be coming as uh, a result of a circumstance? Maybe God's correction, Mm -hmm. or maybe just something we're finding ourselves in this world. We have tribulation, right? But Mm -hmm. be of good cheer, Jesus said, I've overcome the world. So where is the goodness and mercy going to come flowing and chasing us down in this situation? Having our mind to shift Mm -hmm. to see it the way the Lord does. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Good. Well, what a great wrap up for for these uh, two weeks here. Oh, it's been wonderful. <laughs> this is great. I wish I, it was a week three. I know. I know. We'll have to just ask Pastor Jack this week if you're if bonus you're, week. Yeah. Come on, take us right back in there. Well, let's pray uh, out and let's ask the Lord to absolutely. just continue to speak cool. to us. Father, we thank you for this time. Thank you for a breakdown. I know it went a little bit long, but Lord, you're in it. You're with us, and surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We thank you that your goodness and mercy chase us now. Lord, help us to be focused on that and not so focused on the areas of our life that may seem broken and but a shadow of death. Help us, Lord, to be submissive to the correction and discipline, knowing that you only correct those whom you love. So we thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm Luke. And I'm Kurt. And that's The Breakdown. We'll catch you next week. Break.